Let's just go to him in prayer as we turn the service over to the ministering of the word tonight, trusting and believing that you come with an expectation, believing that God's going to meet you where you are. So, Father, we bow before your throne of grace tonight. We want to say, Lord, that we love you. And what a great anticipation we have, Lord, just hearing the report of Brother Ron, how it stirs the excitement, Lord, that all things are possible if we can believe tonight. And Lord, I believe that we're a people who has been trained through the ministry of this message, Lord, for the past 40 plus years to not look at the scientific realm, to not look at the machines and, Lord, the circumstances that surround us. But Lord, we've been trained to focus on the promise of God. You've laid it in your word. You declared you're our healer. You declared you're our provider. You declared you're a miracle worker. And Lord, we're the people here tonight manifesting in the end time to take you at your word and to believe that promise, Father. And Lord, we're just thankful to be here tonight and we ask dear God tonight that you would open up the windows of heaven and begin to pour out a blessing upon your people Lord not that me as a man would have anything to say but Father I yield my vessel I yield my voice I yield my mind my body as the instrument tonight of righteousness and asking that you just move tonight Lord may you anoint the ears of the hearer that they can move past Lord what they face today or throughout the week or the fear of COVID or the fear of cancer or the fear of whatever the unknown may be Father, but may we rise up into the realm of faith tonight and believe for the impossible. God, I'm here tonight as your representative, and I trust tonight we come with an expectation to hear from God. Lord, we have heard how marvelous you were in the Old Testament. Lord, we've seen you move in the New Testament. We heard how powerful and magnificent you were in the 50s and 60s, but Lord, tonight we want to see a living God. We're asking tonight, God, you manifest yourself in our midst tonight. Lord, make the mysteries known to us. Lord, make the healings and the deliverance is made manifest tonight. Lord, there's people with needs in their bodies as they were read across this sacred desk. May you come tonight, God, through the manifestation of your word and break the yoke of the enemy tonight. Break the back of the devil tonight, God, and give your people the deliverance that they long for. We ask it tonight because we believe, Lord. And believers believe, and when we ask, then we believe that all heaven is behind that prayer. So, Lord, come tonight manifest yourself for we ask it in Jesus name hey man if you have your Bibles tonight I'm going to have you turn to Luke verse 1 or Luke chapter 1 and verse 26 you believe the same power is here tonight you believe the same word that speaks to mountain is here tonight the same presence is here tonight the same God of the old is the same God that's here tonight. That's not a cliche. That's not something that we look back on. That's something that we believe each and every day. Every morning you wake up, you got to believe that the God of the Old Testament is the God of the new and he's the God of the now. Oh, it's not so much just being a God of history. We don't need a God of history. We need a present tense God. And I'm here to talk to you tonight about a God that is here. A God that is doing the miraculous in our midst. I want to speak to you tonight on God does impossible math part two, but I want to bring it down. God wants you to believe for the impossible. Last time we spoke, we talked about how great God is and how God does the miraculous and how he will just be able to just move in our midst and he does so many things. And many times we take our human element and we take ourselves out of the equation, but God wants you to believe that you can do the impossible. And he wants you to believe for the impossible. So I ask you tonight, how many of you got a need tonight? 
and it seems impossible. You're facing a mountain tonight, and it seems like you can't get over it. You can't get around it. You can't get through it. But I'm here to tell you tonight about a God that says you can. Not only did he say you can, he says you already have done it because we've already been seen in a vision. Amen. I feel like preaching tonight, so I hope you're with me. We find here in Luke 1, in chapter, or Luke 1, verse 26. And in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent from God into a city of Galilee named Nazareth to a virgin espoused to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. And the virgin's name was Mary. And the angel came unto her and he said, Hail, thou art highly favored and the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. And when she saw him, she was troubled at his saying and cast in her mind what manner of salutation this should be. And the angel said unto her, Fear not, Mary, for thou hast found favor with God. Oh, I tell you, I'm here talking about another virgin in the end time that's found favor with God. Oh, and he stepped out of the regions of the, the most high and he stepped out of glory and he's come down in this hour and he said, Hail, little bride, thou art highly favored. He's not looking through the hedges and highways to find that mistress or to find that one. He's found her right here in the end time. A believing people that stood by and listened to the word of God come forth. Amen. Oh, I love this. And behold, thou shalt conceive in thy womb and bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus. And he shall be great and shall be called the son of the highest. And the Lord God shall give unto him the throne of his father David. And he shall reign over the house of Jacob forever, and, the, and his kingdom there shall be no end. Then said Mary unto the angel, How shall these things be, seeing that I know not a man? And the angel answered and said unto her, The Holy Ghost shall come upon thee, and the power of the highest shall overshadow thee. Therefore also the holy thing which shall be born of thee shall be called the Son of God. And behold, thy cousin Elizabeth, she hath also conceived in her old age. And this is a sixth month with her who was called barren. Verse 37, For with God nothing shall be impossible. And Mary said, Behold the handmaid of the Lord, be it unto me according to thy word. And the angel departed from her. You can have your seats tonight. I have a list of some names, of some needs. But not only did I make this list just to put it on paper, but I made it because I believe God's going to move in the miraculous. Amen. Some of you here tonight are on this list. Some of you out there in the streaming land are on this list tonight. But I'm believing that God's going to do something. We've come way too far to, ex to not expect anything from God. We find here that this word impossible means unable to be or unable to exist, unable to be true. And you know what? The devil's propaganda is to get that in your mind. You can't overcome. You can't do this. You can't do that. you got to stay sick. There's no healing virtue in the Word. There's no healing for you. It's for somebody else. And he's come, and he's come time and time again, and he's riddled your mind with propaganda, and he's riddled your mind with doubts, and he's riddled your mind with lies, and he's got you into a prison of fear. He's got you into a 
a prison of doubt. He's got you in a prison of unbelief and you can't break out. But I'm here to tell you tonight, house of hell, you got to give way to the name of Jesus because at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow, every tongue shall confess, every demon has to fall before the almighty God. I'm here to tell you tonight about a living God and he's expecting a people tonight to believe for the impossible. The devil says it's impossible for you to get out. The devil says it's impossible for you to be healed. But God said, I've already healed you. By my stripes, you are healed. You know, that's how the Jews got sent to concentration camps. Because of propaganda of the Nazi army. Propaganda. Their propaganda turned the countries in which the Jews were living in against them. Their friends were turned against them. The government officials were turned against them. And I'm here to tell you, Satan's doing everything he can to turn this world against you. And he's succeeding. But I want you to know that's not the end of the story. Oh, no, God has got some allies. God has got some sons of God out there. And he's got some sons of gods after all through the world. And what are they doing? They got a mission. We got to free those that are oppressed. We got to break through there and let them know there's a land beyond the river. There's a God that heals. There's a God that saves. There's a God that sets free. There's a God that does the impossible. I just believe it tonight. I love how the prophet would take us back into time. As we look at this story of Mary, because you may think, well, well, this is an unlikely text to preach on God wants you to believe for the impossible. What we find here, Brother Brandon was saying, on a spring sun was rising in the Judean skies as little Mary started down the road with her water pot underneath her arm going to get her water. And you know what? She was in her youthful mind just thinking about the day before. And, you know, the day before she went to church, went to the synagogue, her and Joseph and they listened to a great sermon there by the rabbi, and, and the rabbi was talking to him about, you know, how God had moved upon Abraham's heart and said, Abraham, I'm going to take you to a land, and I'm going to multiply you, and your seed are going to be like the sands of the, of the seashore, and they're going to be innumerable. And he just talked about how great God was and how marvelous God was and how when Daniel was thrown into the lions, then he shut the mouths of the lions, how when the Hebrew children were thrown into a fiery furnace, he came down as a fourth man, and he talked about how Shamgar with a little ox gold had a bravery, and he was anointed to take out 600 Philistines and how Samson picked up a jawbone of an ass and whooped a thousand Philistines and he just kept going on about how great this God is. Talked about how in a valley was a bunch of dry bones and life became to these dry bones and they rose up a living army. Son of man, can these bones live? Oh Yeah. Oh, they can live. They just was exhorting the people and encouraging the people. But the prophet of God would say, but at the end of his message, he ruined it. He ruined what he was talking about when he said, those great days of Jehovah dealing with the people like that wasn't necessary no more. Notice what the, the rabbi, they had become settled down in their homeland. They didn't exactly need miracles no more. Oh, what about the preaching that's going around this message today? We don't need the Holy Ghost no more. We don't need the speaking in tongues. We don't need all that. It's all emotion. I'm here to tell you, may the people of God, may the sons and daughters of God never settle for an emotionless religion. Oh, they want 
want to say it's gone. They want to say it's days gone by. You let them say that. We still need miracles. We still need God. We still need a healer. We still need a deliverer. We still need to see the impossible made real. Brother Brown will say they had good doctors for their sickness, which was certainly all right. They were better off. They had, they had their homes, and they just didn't need God of miracles anymore. But somehow that didn't settle. Somehow that didn't settle and satisfy the thirst and the hunger of Joseph and Mary. And I trust it doesn't satisfy you tonight. You know, Mary began to talk to Joseph. You know, you know how we are. Honey. Sugar booger. Some of y'all, y'all don't have those pet names for your spouse. Yeah, you do. You're just trying to hold a poker face tonight. Mary was just asking, Joseph, this great God that brought us here and made us what we are, he doesn't have to do those things for us now like he did then. And she's contemplating, thinking about the message before. I've been thinking for a long time that if God was as great in the days of our fathers as he was in the days of our grandfathers, then why isn't he the same great God today? If he was so great on the shores of Galilee and he was so great in the 50s and 60s and we seen blind eyes open and we seen the, the sick healed and we seen the dead raised, why isn't he the same God today? Why isn't he the same God at even like Tabernacle? Why isn't he the same God across the world today? Brother Brandon would say and further on in different messages, he would say that the people has allowed the enemy to explain away the value of the word. I don't think that'll ever be the case at this church. You got men of God who's been anointed to proclaim the living God. No matter how we feel, no matter how, what we face in life, no matter the difficulty and adversity we face, we believe in a living God. Amen. And no doubt Mary and Joseph would begin to read in the scrolls and they picked up the Bible or picked up their scroll and they read Isaiah 9, 6. And the scripture would say unto us a child is born and, and, and to us a son is given. And, and Mary would just begin to think, Joseph, if God is not the same today as he was yesterday, and if he's not as good as he was today as he was for our fathers and forefathers, can we ever believe that Isaiah 9 and 6 is ever going to come to pass? Will God ever send us a child? Will God ever send us a son? And she began to meditate on it as she was going to get her water. And let me tell you, the prophet of God said, when you begin to think about God, he shows up. Oh, I hope you came to church tonight with your minds on Jesus. I hope you didn't come with your mind on COVID-19 and your mind on cancer and your mind on the stresses of this life. But I hope you come tonight with your mind stayed on him. But I'm here to tell you, if you did, he's here to meet you tonight. He's here to come by your way tonight and administer what you have need of. Oh, she began to walk and all of a sudden she seen a little flicker of light. And she just pondered, thinking about a 16, 17-year-old girl thinking about the scriptures and thinking about the, the message from the day before. Does he still do that? And out, all of a sudden, the prophet of God say, out from a pillar of fire stepped the angel Gabriel. Hell, Mary, I'm sent from the presence of the Lord to tell you that you're highly favored. Oh, come on, little bride. We had a messenger coming this day. Hell, Mary, Thou art highly favored among all the churches in the land. 
that aren't highly favored, out of all the ones that he could have chosen, he's chosen you here tonight. Chosen you because he knew that you had a desire for the things of God. And the prophet of God would say, look, she, she saw the great angel and it startled the little virgin and she stopped and she came close or he came close to her and she saluted and he saluted, excuse me, and he gave her a message. That was a hard message for that child to believe for she wasn't nothing but a girl. He gave her something to believe that was more outstanding and hard to believe than anything that he has ever given to anyone. But he gave it to a little virgin. And I'm going to tell you, he's given us a message. It may seem hard for you to believe or hard for the world to believe. But Mary said, be it unto me according to your word. And I'm trusting that this Mary in this last day, that anointed lady, that elect bride, she's saying, be it unto me, Lord. Hey, saying that the days of miracles is past. But I say, be it unto me today, Lord. I need a touch. I need a healing. I need a deliverance. I need a change of my body. I need a rapture of this vessel. Oh, be it unto me tonight, Father. When I walk out of here, I don't walk out decrepit. I'm not going to walk out here feeble-minded. I'm going to walk out here as a son of God, as a daughter of God, victorious because why? Because I met the angel of the Lord. And he's come by my way. And when I can't believe the rabbi, I'm going to believe the angel. Oh, when you can't believe the denominations. Oh, when you can't believe some of the message churches out there. We're going to believe the angel. We're going to stay with the word. Oh, hallelujah. Notice, he says she had to believe for something that had never happened. A woman having a baby without knowing any man. And she said, how shall these things be? And he simply repeated or he simply stated to her, the Holy Ghost shall oversaddle thee and the holy thing that shall be born in thee shall be called a son of God. It linked her to Isaiah 9, 6. The scripture she was pondering. When, how, if God is not as great as he was yesterday, then how is Isaiah 9, 6 going to be made manifest? But notice, Mary took him at his word and he changed her whole course of her natural life. Oh, I remember one time when I took God at his word. Oh, I was going the wrong way. But the angel of the Lord, I always say to the angel of the Lord, I heard a voice tell me, turn your car around and go back home. Now, I could have been disobedient and kept on going, and I would have kept on going down that same old sinful road that I was headed in. But no, I obeyed the voice of the Lord. And what did he do? He changed. Oh, hallelujah. He changed my entire natural course of my life. I'm no longer a sinner. I'm no longer in drugs. I'm no longer in smoking and drinking and partying and drunk and all that and women. No, sir, I'm on fire for the Lord. And I'm here to tell you tonight, that same Holy Ghost, that same God, that same power, that same fire, he's here tonight to anoint some of you young people. You may be going the wrong way, but all you got to do is listen to the voice. All you got to do tonight is obey the voice. He said, turn around. I turned around, and I believe what he said, and he changed my entire life. Oh, I'm not the same person I used to be. And the prophet of God said, he will change the course of your life tonight if you'll take him at his word. 
If you're a sinner, he'll straighten that crooked life of yours out. If you're vile and immoral, he'll make you pure as a lily. If you'll just take him at his word. If you have cancer tonight, he will change that for you and give you health. Brother Ron, Sister Erica, all these different ones that are facing cancer, if you can believe tonight, take God at his word. He will completely rewrite your life. You don't have to go to a grave by cancer. No. The God that we serve is greater and mightier. He said he'll change that for you and give you health if you have tuberculosis or sickness of some kind that your doctors cannot help. He will change that for you if you'll just take him at his word. And this is his word. I am the Lord thy God that heals all thy diseases. Sometimes when we read the Bible, we get calloused. We just read it like we're reading a newspaper. Oh, no, but when you see that, that promise laying in the Word, you see that we're a sinner. You don't have to be a sinner anymore, but you can be a saint of God. You that's been cancer-stricken and sickness-stricken, when you see that, I'm the Lord thy God that heals all thy diseases. You can stand up right then and claim that promise for yourself and walk out victorious. Oh, if you can just believe him, if you can believe for your healing tonight, you'll walk out different. You can believe him tonight for deliverance. You'll walk out not bound by oppression, not bound by depression, not bound by some spirit of fear trying to hover over you saying, it's going to come back. You know, that's how the, these little midget arms I got, you have to excuse me. That's how the enemy wants to fight you, though. God brings a great deliverance. And the first thing the devil does is begin to remind you of the power and the control that he once had on you. Maybe you were stricken with cancer and God came down in a miraculous way and defeated that cancer. I want you to know that's a finality when God stepped in. But the devil's there trying to get his bluff back in. He's coming with propaganda and he's coming with his life. But I'm going to tell you tonight, our God is able. He's done it one time. He'll keep it from you. All you got to do is believe in the impossible. God is greater than your sickness. God is greater than your temptations. God is greater than your trial. God is greater than your situation. God is greater than your family genetics. God is greater, and he's wanting you to believe tonight. Oh, if you take him at his word tonight, you'll see the miraculous. Notice now, as soon as the angel of the Lord told her that her cousin and she, about her cousin, she accepted the will of the Lord to be done. Brother Bramble says the only thing she knowed would happen, that the Holy Spirit was going to do it. He goes, now, how can cancer be cured when the doctors give it up? He said, it's not me to try to figure it out. See, that's our problem. We go to Google.com. And you go to typing in your symptoms. And you go to typing in this, and you go to typing in that. When you start going to Google.com and you start those first keystrokes, all you've done is doubted the power of God. Instead of going to Google, won't you come to the Bible when he says, by my stripes, every promise you have need of lays in this word tonight. You don't need to go to Google. You don't need to go to Chrome. You don't need to go to some other website. All you got to do is come to Jesus. 
Oh, the, the doctors may say, well, you got this and you got that. We can appeal our case tonight to the great physician. We can appeal our case tonight to the one that has control over this body. The one that has control over our future. The one that has control over our eternal destination. We can appeal to him tonight. Well, how can cancer be cured when the doctors give it up? He said, it's not for me to try to figure it out. It's take God at his word of the Holy Spirit. He was the one who made the promise. And he's the one who confirms that promise. And he's obligated to keep the promise. Do you believe tonight? Notice now. Mary didn't wait till she felt positive. Mary didn't wait till she got in the first end of the first trimester and she got that little bump. Most disgusting pictures I ever put on Facebook. Just thought I'd say that. But anyway, she didn't wait till she got the bump. And she didn't run to Eckerd's. She didn't run to CVS. She didn't run to Walmart and pick up a little test and say, oh, Joseph, this is what the angel of the Lord told me. I need to make sure of this. I need to verify this. No, she took God at his word when it was scientifically unproven. It was impossible. But the angel said, Mary, that thing that's going to overshadow you is the Holy Ghost. And that thing which is going to be born to you is going to be the Son of God. And she looked back to Isaiah 9 and 6 and said, say, be it unto me tonight, God, according to your word. She didn't feel it. She didn't see it. She did all she did was believe what he said. And if you can take God at his word tonight. Oh, if you can take God at his word tonight and begin to doubt your doubts. Begin to push away your fears. Begin to push away through your sickness. And begin to take God at his word tonight. You're going to see God moving the miraculous. Notice now, Brother Brown will say, take God at his word. Believe it anyhow, no matter how impossible it looks to be. Believe God and he will bring it to pass. Do you believe that tonight? Mark 9 and verse 23. Mark 9 and verse 23. Jesus is telling you tonight, if thou canst believe, then all things are possible. To him that believeth. If thou canst believe. So he's taking it away from him. Because we know he can do the impossible. But now he's placing it upon you. If you can believe tonight, you that are expecting a child, you that desire a child, you just got a wayward loved one out there. If you can believe tonight, you that are sick in body, you that are sick in mind, you that are out there dealing with issues in this life. If you can believe tonight, all things are possible. Oh, didn't the angel of the Lord tell the prophet of God? He said, if you can get the people to believe, if you can get the people to believe you. Oh, nothing will stand before your prayer, not even cancer. Let me tell you, that wasn't just for a prophet. That was a word for a dispensation. He was telling it to a people. If you can get those people down there in Laodicea to believe my word and to believe that I'm the same yesterday, today, and forever, not even cancer will stand before you. Not even tuberculosis, not even COVID-19, not even a wayward loved one, not even sugar diabetes, not even Parkinson's disease. Nothing will stand before you if you can get them to believe. Oh, if I could get you to believe that tonight, you don't have to be bound any longer. 
possessing the gaze of his enemy. Brother Bramble said, God is true to his promise. No matter what he has to do, bankrupt the heavens before he would ever let the word go defeated. Oh, church, you can hang your soul on every divine promise of God tonight. I don't care how small that word is. You can hang it on there because God ain't going to let it be defeated. Notice now, he never made a promise that he can't keep. I'm the Lord that heals all thy diseases. If they lay hands on the sick, they shall recover. If thou canst believe, all things are possible. And Joshua believed it. Now let's go back into that era for a minute. Joshua was fighting a battle. And he had his enemy on the run. And some of you got your enemies on the run tonight. But you're running out of daylight. It's getting dark. They didn't have lights like we have tonight. They didn't have street lights where they could keep on fighting and, and, and radar and all these different things. No, Joshua needed a little bit of sunlight. He didn't go and beg God. He didn't go and have a prayer meeting. He said, son, you stand still and you believe the word of God. He believed that he was anointed to take the people into the promised land. And though he spoke the word and God said that he hung the sun up there and the moon there. And the prophet of God said it didn't turn for 24 hours. It was an impossibility. But he did it. And your situation tonight may be an impossibility. But you can do it. But your sun and your moon needs to hear your voice. I said, your sun and your moon needs to hear your voice so you can whip your enemy until he's finally completely defeated. Notice now, Joshua avenged himself upon his enemy and he took the gates of his enemy. And the, and the word tells us tonight, if we can believe this evening that we can take the gates of any enemy that we face, no matter what we're facing tonight, maybe you've got threats of the enemy coming in your mind tonight telling you you're going to lose your healing, you're going to lose your deliverance. I'm here to tell you tonight, you can take the gate of that enemy tonight. Maybe he's come with threats, maybe he's come with your situation, but if you can believe tonight, all things are possible. All things are possible. You guys want to know what makes the devil mad? Okay, one of y'all, so I'm going to preach to you, Andrew. The rest of them don't care. You want to know what makes the devil mad? The prophet of God says when the people of God begin to believe who they are. Oh, when you can see in the word that you're not some little cast down. You're not some little put away. No, but you are sons and daughters of God. When you believe who you are and whose you are, then there ain't no devil can stand before you. Listen what the prophet of God will say here. He says, now, that's what makes the devil mad. That's what shakes him. When the church of Jesus Christ only know who they were, brother. He says, oh, my. He says, there's nothing impossible with God. But God said, there's nothing impossible with you tonight. He said, that changes the subject, don't it? There's nothing impossible with you See, so whatsoever things you desire when you pray, believe that you receive it and you shall have it. He says, now, if we become in the spirit sons of God, he says, then deity dwells in the man. Do you realize what deity is? It's Christ himself. Deity, creative power. Devil defeating power. Cancer stomping power. 
brain bleed, buffeting, kicking, and screaming power tonight. We got power over every curse of the enemy. Because why? Because we're not just some little nobody in Laodicea. No, but sons and daughters of God and deity Jesus Christ himself, the creator of power that spoke the worlds into existence, is inside this room tonight, inside your vessel and your vessel. So whatever you speak tonight, it's the same as Almighty God speaking. He goes, you talk about blind eyes being open. They said nothing impossible to God. God said nothing impossible with you. If you'll believe, not with God, but you, deities in man, the very God that stood back on the mythical platform of the eternities, and he rolled off his hands and created these things. He gives you the privilege to be his sons, and you're part of him. And God dwells in mankind, and man himself is deity. Let's go a little bit further with that. In the same power, that same Christ, let the fundamentalists, let the people who deny the power of God, they say that it's wrong, but the same power that spoke the world into existence is in those people that's got the Holy Ghost. He says, men and women, it's time that we found out who you are. The devil's trying to hide you back. The devil's trying to tell you that you're a little some coward down something. You're not. You're sons and daughters of God. Deity's not in heaven. It's in you tonight. Can you believe that tonight? If you can truly believe that tonight, then nothing is impossible with you. I said, nothing is impossible. Well, Brother Joe, you don't know how bad they've gone. You don't know how far in sin they stoop. I'm here to tell you tonight that the hand of God is not shortened and it's not slack that it can't reach down. He can go further down than your hand can reach up. I'm here to tell you, don't you give up tonight. God is able if you'll stay the course and believe the word that they and their offspring shall be there with them. Don't you back up because you see something. Don't you back up because you, you, you look at the circumstances. We look beyond the circumstances and we look back to the word of God. Because deity is inside of you tonight. Said he stood back there the creator of all things. He made little frogs and bees and ducks and chickens and animals. He created everything. And nothing was made but was made by him. Who Christ the deity he brought down the plagues and everything in the days of Egypt. Who? Christ. He stopped the mouths of lions. He quenched the violence of fire. And they escaped at the edge of the sword. They raised the dead from the grave. Who? Christ. Oh, he goes, what is it? Who is he? He's Christ, the deity. And brother and sister, he said, that deity is in you tonight. Oh, I hope I can get you to believe. I'll tell you, I hope I can get you to believe that tonight. Deity. You look in the mirror and you see, oh man, you wake up in the morning, your hair's all nappy and ratty, and you think, how can I ever be? It ain't looking in the mirror, church. It's looking into the mirror of the Word, and it's saying, Lord, I believe. I don't feel like it. I don't sometimes act like it, but that don't matter. I believe what your Word says about me. I believe tonight that deity is inside of me, and I got cancer-crushing power. I got devil-defeating power. I got the Word-restoring power tonight. It's in me because I recognize I'm a son, and I'm a daughter of God. And God wants you to believe tonight for the impossible. When he spoke creation, he believed his own word. And when you begin to speak, you've got to believe your own word. He says, now, if you abide in me and my word in you, then you have God. 
The word is in you. And you believe the word just as you believe because it's God and it's inseparable. Notice now. Then if you have God's word in you, you have God's life in you. You have God in you and whatsoever God, God's word speaks forth out of you, it'll have to come to pass just like it spoke from God. So Sister Karen... Don't you fear anymore because he's already performed a miracle. He ain't going back on his word. That devil of fear has got to leave. Oh, yeah. Satan comes. He wants to crowd around and hover around and tell you, you ain't going to never get saved. Brother Bram said a little black cloud hung over him when he was a young boy. Kept him from receiving, uh, giving his life to the Lord at a young age. Oh, but there's a... There's been a pillar of fire coming this hour. There's been a pillar of fire revealed in this hour. Oh, Jesus said, whatever you ask the Father in my name, that will I do. That's a promise, church. It's a promise for you tonight. All you got to do is claim that promise. Whatever you ask the Father, that I'll do. Did you realize what that means? Do you realize if we go before God in the name of Jesus, it's just the same as Jesus himself praying? I can't recall one time in the Bible that Jesus' prayer was ever unfulfilled, but every time he prayed, every time he went to the throne of God, God responded and God met his need. And it's the same way with you as sons and daughters of God. When you earnestly go before God and you've been compelled and you're not just come haphazardly, but you've got a burden on your heart and you go before God, you watch God move. Oh, I tell you, God will come down in a moment, in a minute, in a time when you least expect it and break the shackles off somebody's life and break the curse of sin off somebody's life and break the the curse of the enemy or whatever kind of affliction off of their life and raise them up to a new man. Then he says now, I've got to receive what I asked for because he said it and it's God's own word. It can't and. He said, it can't do nothing else but produce just what it said. Now, how many of you said you got a need tonight? If you can speak to that need tonight. Oh, I'm here to tell you. You're going to see God move in this service tonight. Well, Brother Joe, we just don't feel it. It ain't based on how you feel. No, let's create an atmosphere starting right now. An atmosphere of faith. An atmosphere of belief. An atmosphere that we can do the impossible. We're not going to listen to any more lies. You push the lies out. Tell the enemy right now that you ain't listening to him anymore. He can take his propaganda and he can go to hell with it because we're going to tune into the word tonight. And the word says, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ. What did that mind do? That mind didn't think it was robbery to be equal with God. Let me tell you, if that was the mind that he had, that's the mind that we're to have, then we got to believe tonight that we can be co-equal with God and whatsoever things we pray, whatsoever things we desire, when we go before the throne of grace. God will meet that need. And what does the mind of Christ do? It looks to the unseen. It looks to the miraculous. It calls those things that were not as though they are. 
Oh, he says, when we become born of the Spirit of God, he becomes an offspring or a son of God. And then he has the same type of mind that God does. And that mind that was in Christ is in you. And we believe for the unseen, for the miraculous. Come on, church. Are y'all picking up what I'm putting down? You're awful quiet tonight. I'm trying to get your faith elevated. Oh, we got enough pressure out there in the world. When you walk outside these doors, hell's right there to bombard you. But I'm talking about we're in the presence of a living God tonight where all things are possible. Oh, let me tell you, the waters are being troubled. And let me tell you, when in that day when the waters were being troubled, those that were standing by waiting for the angel of the Lord to come down, they looked for the supernatural. They came to every service because they knew if they could get to the water first, they could be healed. They could be delivered. And if I could get you to look tonight, there's a stirring of the waters and the angel of the Lord is here. You can be healed tonight. You can be delivered tonight. Because the power of God is here. You heard the brother Tim say he felt a, a hand on his shoulder. That ain't a man, church. The angel's here to trouble the waters. The angel is here, and he's troubling the waters tonight, trying to get you to believe. Oh, if you could just look at it and realize it ain't some man. It ain't some pepped-up little story. It ain't some little feel-good preacher, but it's the Word of God coming to you, telling you tonight you can believe for the impossible. He said they would rush. They would rush into the water. Oh, my Mary didn't wait till she felt positive. Now she saw the stirring and she ran to meet it. Bid unto me tonight, Lord. Last time I preached this or part one of this message, I had a brother write me. He said, Brother Joe, I just had to write you to give you my testimony after watching your message impossible math. Notice Mary didn't wait till she was showing. She didn't wait till she felt the first kick. She didn't wait till she was vomiting because she had morning sickness. She didn't wait for any of those things. She went confessing and praising God immediately after she left the angel. And this brother wrote me, he says, look, he says, I just had to write you to give you my testimony after watching your message, Impossible Math. I received my healing from Parkinson's disease, which I had for over three years. Yes, the doctors proclaimed that there was no cure for this disease. But look how simple it came. When I viewed the complex math problem on the back wall there behind you, he goes, I knew or I believed that there was an answer to the problem. It was then that I realized in my finite, puny mind that just because I didn't have or I didn't understand the answer to the problem, that it didn't mean that there was one that didn't exist. He said, how great is our God that he loves to take the most difficult problems and solve them. How that ought to increase our faith. He says, share this with your congregation because I'm about ready to do a dance. And revival is on. Oh, if that's out there on the live stream, what about in the presence here tonight? Look, you ain't got to wait till you feel it. You can stand up right now if the Holy Spirit would anoint your faith and say, this is it. This is the last moment that I'll fight this demon. This is the last moment because my God is real and I'm going to believe tonight for the impossible. That cancer's got to leave. Tuberculosis has got to leave. Let me tell you, Parkinson's has got to leave. Heart trouble's got to leave. High blood pressure's got to leave. Oh, it's got to go tonight. I believe tonight. I don't have to wait till a special meet. I don't have to wait till a camp service. I can believe it tonight. 
tonight and God will meet that need. And I'm telling you, the waters are being troubled and he's here. Oh, church, he's here tonight. He's here to give you your sons. He's here to give you your daughters. He's here to give you life. He's here to give you children. He's here to give you health. He's here tonight. All things are possible. Oh, I tell you, all things are possible in this atmosphere, in this presence. Satan is on the run. Don't you back off. You sat back down, but don't you give up that promise. Uh -uh. You stood up and testified. This is it. Autoimmune disease, it's over. I'm not going to face another minute. I'm not living another minute with the frogs. I'm declaring the word. I'm declaring deliverance. I'm declaring victory. I'm declaring power over this enemy. Brother Bam said, if, he says, I believe if every patient in this building right now would accept it upon those grounds of God's word and believe it and start testifying, and start praising God for your healing. He said, this meeting wouldn't close with one crippled person in here. That's right. That's right. Oh, if you can accept it tonight, not according to Brother Joe, but according to the promise that God made you. And you believe that tonight. And you begin to testify whether you feel like it, whether you look like it, whether you act like it, it don't matter. And begin to praise God. He says there wouldn't be one crippled person walk out of this meeting tonight. There wouldn't be one tonight that stood to their feet, walk out defeated without the promise that God gave you. Oh, hallelujah. Notice, now this virgin birth was a miracle. It was a paradox. It was an impossibility. To the human mind, yes. But to the mind of Christ, absolutely not. To the mind of Christ, it's already been seen in the Word. Some 800 years later, oh, the prophet of God say, we have heard, and we have heard great testimonies down through the ages, but now we see. I said, now we are seeing the manifestation of the revealed Word of the hour. Now we're seeing not just little intellectual understanding of placing this here and placing that there and having this seal open and that seal open and this seal somehow it didn't get open. But no, it's now we believe all the word has been restored to a people. But it ain't just about the word. But now in this hour, for a people, they got the spirit of God because the spirit of God comes and anoints that word because the letter killeth, but the spirit is here to give life. And we got more than just the word. We got the anointing of the Holy Ghost behind that word. mechanics with the dynamic to get the car into a rapture church. I'm going to talk to you about a God of impossibilities making the possibilities made real through your life tonight, through your flesh tonight, through your desires tonight, through your children tonight. He's a God of the impossible and so are you. He healed the sick of leprosy when there was no cure. And he's here tonight. Can I go just a few more minutes? I'm going to kick in my teaching gift. Just kidding. Brother Timothy and I were texting a while back when Sister Karen first had her episode. Brother Timothy texted me. Let me read the scripture first. 
Mark 11, verse 23, if you put that up there. For verily I say unto you, that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, that word mountain is a difficulty. Or let me say it like this, an impossibility. Could you imagine speaking to a mountain and it's going to vanish? People would think you're completely insane. But it's a difficulty. It's an impossibility. But if whosoever shall say unto this impossibility, be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass. He shall have whatsoever he saith. Therefore I say unto you, what things soever ye desire, when you pray, believe that you receive them and you shall have them. You believe and you shall. See, it don't rest on God. It rests on you tonight. Believing in the impossibility. And if you can push your fears aside and your doubts aside and channel your faith tonight to believe the word of God, every mouth has got to fall. Brother Timothy told me, he says, we are assigned mountains to show others that they can be moved. Who you believe that tonight? David was signed to Goliath to show that he could be defeated. Shamgar was assigned 600, but he picked up a ox to prove to some others that you can be de- you can defeat your Philistines. Samson picked up a jawbone and defeated of a thousand to show that they could be defeated. Daniel was thrown into a lion's den to show that they could be defeated. Sister Atlanta had stage four Hodgkin's disease, but let me tell you, she had it so that God could show others that cancer can and will be defeated. Mariah Pruitt had alopecia. Let's show others that alopecia has to bow before the name of Jesus. Sister Karen had brain bleed, but it showed that God gave her a mountain that had to move to prove to others that it has to fall to the word of God. And if you can speak to your mountain tonight, whatever you are facing tonight, it's got to obey your voice. It's got to come falling down. I'm going to tell you, mountains will move tonight. Goliaths will fall tonight. Philistines will be defeated. And fires will be quenched. And lions will be tamed. At your voice. At your command. What is God doing? Oh, we heard these great things. Shreveport, Louisiana. We've heard these great things. Jeffersonville, Indiana. We heard about a God of yesterday. But why did he come by here? To prove that he's the same today. Cancer. Nothing but a toothache. He says now, we have to believe the impossibilities to see new life. We have to believe the impossibilities to receive new life. But when you believe the impossible, the doctor says you got cancer, you're dying, you got to believe the impossibility to see new life take a hold of you. If the doctor says you you can't walk, you got to believe the impossible to see new life coming to you, new life in them fibers. Oh, bring forth a new hand, a new arm, new lungs, new stomach, whatever it is. God will do it if you'll take him at his word. As we start wrapping this up, I told y'all the testimony of Sister Beth Dingle. She had a cancer that attacks only kids, a leukemia. No one had ever survived. 
It had a 100% cess rate of killing those that got it. But the church rallied behind a little daughter of God and believed. And a family rallied behind a daughter of God and believed. And they had to rewrite the history books because she's one in a million. Oh, church, our sister Lana had stage four non-Hoskins lymphoma. The doctors gave her up. They wasn't much they could do besides just give her some chemotherapy. Brother David was threatened and worried, what is he going to do if he loses his wife and he's got five kids? Think about the five kids in their mind. What are we going to do? We're going to lose our mom because, you know, we don't know if she's going to make it or not. Stage four. But the church rallied behind a daughter of God and a family in this church. Oh, but one day, sitting back there at the end of a service, faith dropped down and the impossibility was made real. And she took God at his word and did a run around this church and ain't never been the same since. Because when you believe the impossible, you can get new life. She's had three or four scans, PET scans since that time, and she's completely cancer-free. Why are you saying this, Brother Joe? Because I'm telling you that he's the same God tonight. You may not have cancer. You may have something else, but he's still God. And if I can get you to believe tonight, then nothing will stand before your prayer, not even cancer. Think about Brother Ron tonight. We heard a great testimony of Brother Ron. Here he was, a man who was only given four months to live. And every 12 weeks he goes back for tests. And every 12 weeks he gets stronger and stronger and stronger. When the Lord said, Brother Ron, do you trust me with your life? He said, yes. Let me tell you, church, if you can trust God tonight with your life, I'm going to tell you, he may take you through a hard road, but you're going to come out. You're going to know God in a way you've never known him before. You'll never doubt. You'll never have unbelief. You'll trust God. And if I can get you to trust him tonight with your life, Every day, you'll see the miraculous. You'll see the supernatural. You'll see the manifestation of a living God. And that's what we're seeing in Virginia is the manifestation of a living God when the Son of God said, Yes, Lord, be it unto me. I trust you with my life. When the doctors gave up on him, oh, the church rallied behind and believed in the impossible. We know the story, different ones. I want to talk about Sister Karen just for a minute. Because it was right after I preached, God does impossible math. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken, somebody told me that when the service was over, Sister Karen told Brother Tim, he preached that for you tonight. Not knowing what was he was about to go through and what the family was going to go through. God was preparing the church no matter how bleak the situation, no matter when they give up, he's not done. Oh, did you hear what I said? He's not done. And he's not done tonight. He's not done tonight, Sister Esther, Sister Candace. He's not done. Don't listen to the propaganda. So we know the next night, I think it was Thursday, Brother Tim said, Sister Karen went to the restroom and started having a headache, so he took her to the ER and with COVID-19, he couldn't get in there. So Brother Timothy called me. It's about 12.30, 1 o'clock. I went up to the, to the ER, went in and actually was able to go in. And, of course, I worked there, so it's not a problem. Went in and had prayer with her and prayed for her and, and just believed. I said, God, we're going to believe for the impossibilities. 
because you do the impossible math. When our human minds can't figure it out, when our human minds want to give up, God, you still have the answer. So I asked the doctor, I said, Doctor, do you mind if I look at the scans? I want to see the CT scans. He says, sure. So he brought me over to the machine and I started looking at him and he began to flip through and flip through. And he says, look, this is, the, this is her brain here and this is where it was the last time in April and the time before, four or five years ago. And, you know, it's in a completely different spot. And, and her entire brain cavity on the right side, if I'm not mistaken, was full of blood. And he said, there's a little place up here that's kind of an empty place. But he says, it's supposed to be empty, but it's so much brain in there or so much blood in there that it's pushing the brain matter over and it's no longer empty. It's full and it's causing her this situation. And I said, well, Doc, let me ask you this. She's had two of these before. How severe, how serious is this? He said, he looked at me, he says, well, Joe, he said, let me tell you. She can live another five minutes or she can live another five years. He said, but she will not have a quality of life. And without missing a beat, I said, we're going to believe her the impossible then. Something just flew right out of me. I said, we're going to believe for the impossible then. And I watched them as they took her into an ambulance and took her to, to LSU. I didn't have one fear because I knew the God that we served. And so the next day, they did emergency brain surgery, and they drained the blood out of her brain. And, and just, I think it was several hours later, she began to respond to Brother Tim. And then the next day, her eyes began to begin open. And the next day, this, and the next day, that. And it just snowballed and snowballed and snowballed until now she's in the house of God. And last week, she came up here running up on the platform. That shows to you, church, why is God doing these things? That show the world that mountains have to fall. That devil has to succumb to the word of God. If you can believe tonight all things are possible I said all things are possible oh if you can believe tonight will you believe tonight and take God at his word let me tell you you can have your healing you can have your children you can have whatever you have need of because he's here the angel of the Lord is here and he has stirred the waters he's here tonight stirring the waters would there be somebody that would come and say, I'm stepping in tonight, brother Jim. I'm stepping in tonight. Today is my day. Tonight is my night. Why is God doing these things? He's proven to those unbelievers out there that say the days of miracles is past that he's still God. He still does the miraculous. He still heals. There's no heart that he can't rescue. There's no war that he can't win. There's no story, no life too far gone that it can't start again. He's still God. Oh, Brother Ben will say, as soon as you hear the word of God that says you can be set free, believe it. Rejoice with it. God will show the evidence after you've accepted it. But first, you've got to accept it. Can we accept the word tonight? Can you accept it for your loved one? Can you accept it for yourself? Come on, musicians. Come on, musicians. Let's have church. He says, you got to first believe. Then you got to accept it. Then you got to confess it. And then you got to go praising God for it. Oh, it's time to start praising God for the impossibility. It's time we start praising God like Sister Lana did and ran around the building and never had another bout with cancer. It's time we start praising God tonight and believe for the impossible and trust God with our life, with our young people, with our families, with our health, with whatever we're facing in this life. With COVID-19, there ain't no devil strong enough. 
There's no demon power strong enough to defy sons and daughters of God if you're anointed with the Holy Spirit and you're confessing the word of God. Notice, God brought his special people out of Egypt with what may be an insane old man with a stick in his hand. Where are you going crazy? I'm going to Egypt, Brother Johnny. You want to go? Because I got a message for Pharaoh. Oh, I hope somebody's got a message for your Pharaoh tonight. Oh, come on, church. Moses went down there. Oh, he remembered 40 years. The devil tried to remind him. Oh, 40 years ago, Moses, you tried this, and all you did was kill the addition. He said, that was 40 years ago. I'm a changed man. I'm not the same Moses. I've been on the backside of a desert. I done got anointed with the Holy Ghost. I done got on fire for God. And I tell you, I'm going down because I heard the voice of God say, go down, Moses. Go down and let my people go. You go tell Pharaoh he's got to let them go tonight. I'm here to tell you, church, Satan, you've got to let them go tonight. They don't belong to you. They're children of God. They're sons of God. They're daughters of God. House of hell. Hear me tonight. You let them go in the name of Jesus Christ. Moses walked up to Pharaoh. That was a miracle. That was an impossibility. He should have been shocked. He said, Pharaoh, you let him go. I got a word from the Lord for you. You better let him go. You can only go so far. Oh, some of, some of them out there are okay with a so far religion. But not the elect. We ain't going so far. Satan says, you know what? We're going to keep some of your young people. No, sir. We're taking them all. We built this church for all of them. We built this church for prodigals. We built this church because we knew that when it was time to leave, we ain't leaving a hook behind. We ain't leaving a young person behind. We're not leaving a spouse behind. We're not leaving anything behind. We're taking everything and we're going to rob our enemy and we're going to take all their silver, all their gold, all their possessions and we're walking out victorious. Oh, let them go, Pharaoh. You get your stinking livestock, you get your stinking little kids, you get your youth, you get whatever you got to get, and you get out of my kingdom. Oh, yeah, that's what he's going to tell us. And so Moses and the children of Israel left Egypt, excited, camp meeting atmosphere. We're going out, glory, sing those old songs of Zion. I'm one of them, hallelujah. We're glad I ain't got the gift to sing because I'd tear it up right now. <laughs> oh, they went out singing, rejoicing, testifying, believing because it was an impossibility. Pharaoh said, I'll never let them go. But God came down. And when God comes down on your behalf, ain't no devil can hold you. Ain't no devil can hold your young person. Can't no devil hold your body. Can't no devil hold your spouse. Can't no devil hold you keep you bound. So they started out. Oh, Moses, you need to check your GPS. Where in the world did you bring us? Mountains on both sides. This great big old sea in front of us. How we expect to get across? Oh, God's ways are past finding out. 
God's ways are past finding out. Oh, you know what? Everybody started kind of acting like some of you do. You know, you start screaming. Why'd you bring us here, Moses? Why'd you bring us here? Why'd you preach a message like that? Now we're down here and Pharaoh's coming and there's mountains on both sides. There ain't no way we could get two million people and all this cattle and everything up on those mountains. And brother, hell, we can't swim that far. What are we going to do, Moses? Come on, big boy. You done brought us down here. You know what Moses did? He appealed to the Lord. He took his case to the Lord because he knew the Lord spoke to him about leaving. And the Lord said, Moses, tell the people tonight to stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. Tell them to stand still. Tell them just give me a few more minutes tonight. I'm not done with this service just yet. I got a few more things I like to say before it's over. Moses, tell them to stand still because the enemies that they see today Oh, those taskmasters that they've seen today, the ones that afflicted them yesterday and came down on them and, and, and bombarded their minds with unbelief and doubt and depression and fear and anxieties and worthless life. Those enemies that they once saw, they'll never see them again. No more forever, Moses. Okay, God, then what must I do? He says, all right, Moses, this is going to seem really strange and it's going to look like an impossibility to all the people. But I want you to take that staff in your hand and I want you to stretch it out. And I want you to put it over that sea. And I want you to speak. Oh, great mighty sea waters. Moses obeyed the voice of God. And he stretched Oh, and what happened? All through the night, an east wind came and blew back the waters and they walled up on both sides. Oh, the next morning they began to walk. They didn't have to run. They had an assurance. But it was a belief in every one of them to believe in the impossibility. When they stepped down into that water, or what was water, they had to believe that the walls were not going to come crashing down on them. They had to believe that Moses actually did hear from God. And when they crossed over, they were going to be in a promised land or on their way to the promised land. And one by one, they took God at his word. It looked like an impossibility, but they made it to the other side. And when that last Israelite stepped his foot up out of the water, or what was water, the walls came crashing down. Well, that was a good story. It's not over. It's all right. It was a good church meeting. It was a good Wednesday night service. It's not over. Oh, oh they got on the other side. I wonder if there's any Miriams here tonight. I wonder if there's any Miriams. Where's that tamarind at? Well, I'm going to have to go looking for it. It's probably over there somewhere. Yeah, come on, Brother Aaron. It's all right. Y'all seen me do this before. I don't care. I'm having a good time in the presence of God. Marion looked over there because you know what? Maybe that lying devil of cancer said, Marion, Marion, you're not going to make it. You'll never see that promised land Moses is talking about. Oh, but when she stepped on the other side and she looked back behind her, Miriam saw that old lion devil floating in the sea and she grabbed one of these. And I know some of you don't like tambourines, but it's time we start rejoicing and testifying and praising God and start having a little bit of dance because ain't no devil strong enough. He don't have enough to defeat sons and daughters of God. We've got a promise. We're going in a rapture and I'm 
taking everybody with me. I'm taking the young. I'm taking the old. I'm taking the sick. I'm taking the aflame. I'm taking them all. We're not giving up. We're not giving in. We're going all the way. She began to pray. You know what that's the sound of? Victory. 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 What about it, Brother Hale? What about some victory? Oh, if you got some victory, won't you pass the victory around a little bit tonight? Can we rejoice tonight? Oh, man, look back there in the daughters of God. The daughters of God grabbed the tambourine up and down the bank. Everywhere they went, they went rejoicing. They went praising God. They went shouting hallelujah. They went glorifying God. Why? Because our God has never been defeated. And he ain't defeated tonight. I said he's not defeated tonight. Moses, the pastor, he got so anointed that he started speaking in tongues. And they began to sing a new song. And they look back. Fear is gone. Parkinson is gone. Brain bleeds are gone. Cancer is gone. Eye disease is gone. Autoimmune disease is gone. Barrenness is gone. Oh, church. What about the victory church? What about a victorious bride? What about a bride coming to her position? They said, will this bride have a ministry? Absolutely. It's an end time ministry to believe the supernatural, to take God at his word. Will you take him at his word tonight and believe it's for you tonight? He's here. Oh, let's just worship the Lord. Come on, Brother Timothy. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Lift your voices to him. Hallelujah. Glory to God in the highest. Are you here to believe for the impossible? Have you heard the voice of God speak? Hallelujah. I want to play you something that was shared with me this last week. This goes with this service. Because God is telling you it's time for you to get up, make a move. You make the move, he makes the move. You believe, he responds. This lady laying over here in this stretcher. Of course, you have no prayer card. There's no such a thing now. You're paralyzed. Do you believe this to be the truth? You believe what you've heard tonight is the truth? If you lay there, you'll die. But Jesus Christ can heal a paralytic. Do you believe he'll do it? If you believe it and will accept it, then you can get up out of that cot and go home in the name of Jesus Christ and be made well. There she comes, raising her right now. Somebody give her a little lift there now. She's paralyzed. There she comes by herself. Up out of the chair. Lay hold in the name of Jesus Christ. 
God can make a paralyzed woman get up out of a cot. He can make a depressed lady walk out of depression. Anxiety walk out of anxiety. Fear out of fear. Cancer out of cancer. High blood pressure out of it. Whatever it is tonight, you make the move and let God respond. Hallelujah. If I was you, I would just say, Lord, I believe. Be it unto me according to thy word. That's it. You're walking out of your barrenness. Hallelujah. Walking out of those things that's held you. You're walking out of those chains that have bound you. Who the Son has set free is free indeed. Oh, hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Oh, there's somebody here that just say, thank you, Jesus. We praise you, Lord. We've seen the brain bleed. Get up and walk again. We've seen the cancer. Get up and walk again. Amen. The person walk out of that situation. Even today, hearing the reports of Brother Ron, oh, God, we thank you, Father. We thank you, Father. You're not just a God of yesterday, but you're a God of today. Hmm. Oh, praise be to God. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, just worship him. He's here. We've already felt his touch. He's here. He's here to meet whatever need you have this, more, this evening. He's here to touch your heart. He's here to meet you right here. He's here to touch you and make you different than you ever was before. Oh, hallelujah. He's here to break generational curses. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, blessed be the name of the Lord. God, I just thank you once again. For I have seen the impossible. I've seen the mountains move, Lord. Just a few moments ago, Lord, looking at those places where me and Brother Tim sat that night and talked about things and wondering what we was going to face and where we was going to be. In just a few days, Lord, you just made it all right. God, we made our move and you backed it up. Lord, tonight, evening like tabernacle, standing on the promises of God. Lord, we're not letting go of one promise. We're not letting go of one prodigal. We're not letting go of one healing. We're not letting go of one deliverance. We're not letting go of one thing, Father, for you to move in the miraculous realm. They can say it ain't so. They can say that the devil, amen, is still, the, still the alive and moving and has predominance and things. We're not going to believe it. We're going to believe for healing. We're going to believe for deliverance. We're going to believe for salvation for our children. We're going to believe, Lord, that this Laodicean lukewarm spirit will be broken off our hearts and lives. God, that the fire of God will fall in our midst and rekindle the flames, oh God. God, we're believing, Lord, for the supernatural. We're believing for the pillar of fire that can sweep through a building and every cot be empty. Lord, every wheelchair be empty. Lord, we may not have a paralytic in a wheelchair here tonight, but we have those that's in wheelchairs of fear and wheelchairs of doubt and wheelchairs of anxiety and wheelchairs of every kind of sickness, but in the name of the Lord, we're coming out of them. In the name of the Lord, we're walking to victory in the name of the Lord we're rising up above it all in the name of the Lord we're walking through this Red Sea and our enemy will fall dead behind us hallelujah hallelujah blessed be to the name of Jesus blessed be the name of Jesus 
Oh, hallelujah. If I was you, I would just thank him for your victory. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, come on now. out of fear, walking out of anxiety, depressions leaving the building, sicknesses leaving the building, COVID is fleeing, hallelujah, we believe in the impossible Lord, hallelujah, Lord for this brother Eugene that's shriveled up, Lord to just about an 80 pound man, we believe for the impossible. Father, you came on the scene for a Georgie Carter, for a Florence Nightingale. You're the same yesterday, today, and forever. Now, Satan, take your stinking, rotten hands off his life. We rebuke you in the name of Jesus Christ. Healing can flow through his body. Strength to return. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. If I was you, I'd start thanking him for your children, for your spouses for the deliverances that are taking place even right now. Hallelujah, it's taking place even right now. Hallelujah, walls are falling even right now. Hallelujah, bars are cracking. Pillars are falling, house of hell. Give way in the name of Jesus. Oh, blessed be the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Him sings my soul. Oh, my Savior God to thee. Oh, how great, how great. Oh, yes, Lord. Thou art all that sings my 
Oh, my God, save. 
time he's alive. Oh, he's alive. He's alive. Oh, he's alive. Yes, he. Behold, he comes. These are the days of Elijah.
Worked among us, what a mighty God we serve.